menu there. Bring up the phone. Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will. Calm back. Hey, it's a good time. Welcome back to The Ketchup. I'm Will R., and I really want an Italian sub right now. And I'm Noah Shore, and only two more days till I'm eating Italian subs again. Ooh, oh, I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah, well, I was doing it in uh, January, and then I decided to do it in February, despite me saying I was scared. We, we literally have a podcast about this, where you decided on air to be a vegetarian for another month. We talked about this? Yeah. I don't listen. <laughs> Um, I just remembered that Gabby told me to say hi, so hi oh, from Gabby. Hello, Gabby. Yep. One of hi the to me, fans. or we say hi to her? No, 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 no. She just says hi to you. I could have told you this in, like, in the two hours that we've been talking before recording this. I right. literally just remembered right now. I'm just saying, like, you know, was that sp- was should that be on air? Now it's now it's history. Yeah, it's good. Hi, Gabby. Uh, so should I should I call her and uh, can I convey that later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would prefer now, but if you don't want to waste time, then yeah. Well, I want a podcast now. We got it. We got it. Right, fair enough. Sure. All right. So, how was your life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my life was good. Um, I don't know. My week. My week was all right. Nothing of note happened. Nothing of note at all. That's interesting. Are you about to like say something that happened to me that I forgot about? Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> my week was pretty uneventful as well, but I did realize today. Um. I have been in D.C. for two months. Two months? Yeah, it really flew by. How does it feel? It feels good. I think I'm... I think I'm ready to, like... Head out? <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm like trusting my opinions on D.C. more. I think I'm ready to kind of uh, stop reserving judgment. Like, I was I was waiting till I knew a bit more of the city to, to have some opinions. But, like, I don't know. I think I'm just kind of getting to know DC. Like at first I thought that it was just in my circles that everybody dressed the same, but everybody literally dresses the same here. Like to a T what's the outfit? It's like Calvin Klein looking ass, like basic, <laughs> like it's, it's not bad necessarily, but it's like not how I dress and I don't really like it. And I feel like sometimes I just end up having to wear like basic shit too. I don't have to. I just like, I don't want to stick out. Um, like no one here takes fashion risks at all. Um, like as an example, like last, last night I wore like clear glasses, like Warby's, which are like not really risky at all. Like Mm -hmm. they've been out for like two years. Plenty of people have them constant comments, like all night, like, Oh, you're such a hipster. Like, Oh, he's from Brooklyn. He's wearing the clear glasses. Like, shut up. I was under the impression that DC had a good amount of hipsters. Yeah. But they're like... They're like non-edgy hipsters, I guess. They're like very. They're just like very. There's like a style here. It's like a guidebook I didn't get. Do you feel like if you're there more than a year, you're gonna end up dressing like that? No, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not either. It sounds boring. It's like the lukewarm pad tie of apparel. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but not 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 everything is bad about dc in fact i love dc and i'm happy that i moved here well Um, you've listed one thing so far so i hope not everything is bad yeah i wrote some quick notes on this let me see um oh almost as if you prepared to talk about this i did i remembered that we were podcasting today um i love that people really love to eat and drink here um obviously like new york is also a big food and drink place but uh i don't know it seems like 
it's very natural to go to like weeknight happy hours or get dinner with coworkers. Like it's it's good. I, I like how much people eat here because I eat I eat almost every day, <laughs> <laughs> and I love eating and I love eating with people. So that's nice. And you're eating for two, right? I'm eating for two. Yeah, exactly. I always have been. Um, no, yeah, the food is also good here. There's like a good scene everywhere. Says they have a good food scene, so I've kind of been like. I just, like, don't trust it <laughs> until I go to a place. Um, right. Like, have you tried the pizza here in New York? It's good. The, I, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on pizza in New York. Um, no, but have you ever had a fresh slice? <laughs> <laughs> do you mean in New York or do you mean in D.C.? New York. Oh. Have you had pizza in D.C.? Yeah, and actually I went to, like, what was supposed to be one of the best places in D.C. last night, and it was it was pretty good, but I'll say it's, like, basically a pretty average slice for new york um so that could mean a couple things that could mean that the folks that say it's the best are wrong and there is actually like really there's better pizza in dc that does uh match up to new york or they could not have as good pizza right right well okay but the food otherwise is good food is dope drinks are dope Politics is a straight up sport here. Like everyone <laughs> talks about it all the time. Everyone's like C-spanned in. Like if you don't know who just got confirmed for like some obscure ass like executive branch appointment, like you are, you're like. Then get the fuck out. Yeah. Just like leave Washington, D.C. It seems like one of my one of my first experiences here that really solidified that was like uh, people were shushing other people at the bar when like some big C-span uh, development was on the TV. <laughs> so what the fuck? First of all, who puts C-SPAN on at a bar? I was like in Capitol Hill. I guess it was like all staffers. Mm. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Politics is a sport. Everyone drives really badly. That's all I got. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, actually, similar to like the type of attention that I got for the clear glasses last night, people here, I think more than other places, are like very curious about growing up in New York City. Mm. I... They were like that in, I've, oh, let me try that sentence again. Everybody who didn't go to New York in college asked me that too. Like, I feel like we're like a foreign country to people who are not yeah. here. I, I kind of try to mess with people. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, it was so hard. <laughs> it was so rough. <laughs> in my brownstone, at my really good public school, in my clean drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> I got free lunch some mornings. It was crazy yeah my little chocolate milks it was rough <laughs> growing up in brooklyn they gave me cream cheese in a toothpaste tube <laughs> what they did really I had that in high your school. school lunch yeah That's they disgusting. gave me like a bagel and then you would have to like push the cream cheese out through a tube onto it damn son that is hard that is hood <laughs> i live i lived a rough life on the upper west man yeah i lived i lived a rough life in uh, rapidly gentrifying Brooklyn as well. <laughs> so, we started this podcast. You had been in Providence how long? Um, that's a good question. A year, like more, more than, than a year? year. Yeah. Okay. Do you see yourself in DC that long? Yeah, I do. I mean, obviously, anything can happen, but I think that I will be here for a while. Um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't rule out DC as a as a permanent like family rearing location i don't think it's like top of my list but realistically like my preference for where i want to end up is like determined by a lot of different component parts like family shit and like job offers and stuff and 
insofar as I don't really know where any of those things are going. Uh, I don't know where I'm going. But like when I was in Providence, I was positive that I was not going to stay there. Here it's like, yeah, I could stay in D.C. Right. I also feel like that has to do with you went to Providence for grad school. Yeah, and exactly. you went to D.C. for a job like it's not it's not it was never a school town to you. You know? Yeah, and also grad school is just inherently temporary. Right. Like, job, hopefully, is not. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, in a way it is, but, um, you know, it, it, it's an indefinite amount of time in a way that grad school is not. Right, right. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to move out of this neighborhood, though, because two cops got shot right next to my house the other day. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, I was going to move out anyway, but now I'm like, all right, well, that's annoying and dangerous. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Are they really, are they dead? They know they are alive. The person who shot them is dead. Good. And I said that while laughing and I just want (laughs) to say that I, I don't think it's funny that that happened. And I'm laughing now, but I, I, you know, it's only how, it's the only way I process grief. Yeah. All right. As long as we're on the same page about (laughs) that. Why are we laughing? (laughs) We shouldn't be laughing. Okay. (laughs) When we come back, we will not laugh at violence against police officers. (laughs) Stay tuned. Support for the catch-up and the following message is brought to you by 75 Degree Days in February. Feels so good, but feels so bad. All right, uh, welcome back to the catch-up. So, I've done a thing here, Will. That's great. I'm yeah. I'm proud whenever my friends do anything. Thank you. So, I've done a thing. I've pioneered a technology that's existed for years, and I'm using it uh, for good. I'm going to show people why we should not be afraid of our robot overlords. Oh, that's good. I sometimes get afraid of that. You mean of like like AI taking over? Right, right. Yeah, okay, There's gotcha. all yeah, those yeah. movies and then, you know, people, you know, things like Alexa and Siri and stuff, they're pretty present in our lives now. But I think that we have nothing to worry about. So I have asked you to ask me a series of questions and that's all I'll say. Well, I'll just prove that robots can't do this. Also, this is helpful in the future when I just want to phone in the podcast. All right, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm, I'll ask you these questions if you want. Great, thank you. Okay, uh, so I have a list of questions that I uh, that I wrote down. Uh, they kind of ascend in complexity. Um, so, for starters, uh, what time is it? Right now, it's um, it's about six p.m. on a Sunday, and I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I didn't ask you how you were doing. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take that as an example. I have answered that question with my mouth. Would you agree? Uh, as far as I know, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. I would say yes, too. Um, next, I have taken the words I said and ran them through a voice-to-text transcriber. You know those things? I do know those things. Great. So I'm going to play you what it said back, and things might not be as accurate as you think. So this is So you're playing me what the transcription software thinks you said? Right, what the Mr. Robot guy said. Not Mr. Robot, great show. Um, here we go. Right now it's 4.20 a.m. Sunday, and I'm from Philadelphia feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually from Philadelphia? No. 
Not at all. All right. Well, I, I would have been misled if, if the machine told me your answer. Right. Exactly. Um, okay. Next question, please. All right. Uh, what is the weather like? It's pretty chilly. It's about 34 degrees with a wind chill. Feels a bit colder. Now let's see what our robot friend has to say. Pretty chilly, about 34 degrees with a wind chill. It feels colder, a little colder. Not bad. No, that was pretty accurate. Yeah. Next question. How was your day? My day was good. I didn't do much. I woke up and thought it was going to be nice out, and instead it was cold, so I haven't really done much of anything today. It was good. I didn't do much. I woke up and thought it was going to be nice out and said it was cold, so I haven't really done much of anything. I think that was perfect. That was uh, that was 100%. It missed the word today, but other than that, great. All right. Uh, do you have any plans for the week? Going to do some job hunting, edit this podcast, maybe watch some TV, some daily crying. We'll see. Under some job hunting at this podcast, we'll be watching TV. Is in Delhi crying. <laughs> is in Delhi crying. Is in Delhi crying, and not like a deli, like Delhi the place. Like it. D-E-L-H-I? <laughs> Correct. That's funny. <laughs> Next question. Um, are you scared of the future? This is where I got a little bit more existential for you. Hey, you really took some liberties here. Yes, I'm scared of the future. I don't know how to press on sometimes. It's just, it's just hard. Yes, I am. I'm scared of the future. I don't know how to press on sometimes. It's just hard. <laughs> well, I didn't get my emphasis down, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Next question. Uh, why is New York so crowded and yet so lonely? It, sometimes it feels like I'm just walking through this big city alone, and I just want to reach out and grab the person next to me and say, I'm alive, I'm here, I'm feeling this too. We are in this together, but I can't. New York is too big. That's not really an answer to your question, but it's just how I feel. General I commentary, yeah. Right. Sometimes I feel like I'm just walking in the big city hall and I just want to reach out about the person next to me and Sam 11 p.m. tonight too and I am we are in this together I can be ready to be <laughs> The big city hall That's good at 11 p.m. <laughs> More importantly, will we make it through this? I ask myself that very same question. It's hard to think of a time after this. All we see is this, and you can't really picture anything else. But I have faith. I am optimistic in the face of all that is scary. Yes, yes, I say, we will persevere and triumph and overcome this unimaginable, unthinkable, unfathomable conquest. I can't say those three words fast, turns out. Um, that You might be saying that answer sort of sounded prepared, and it was. I asked myself the very same question, tried to think of a time after this, all we see is this new family picture, honey, I'll try to face time after mistake in the face of all this for the scare, yes, yes, I will persevere, try to overcome this unmatchable, and then will album. Whoa, wait, is this an Apple product? This is an Apple product. That's weird. You would think it would be better, right? Well, no, it's weird that they, they plugged FaceTime in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that Apple in every transcription just drops a product name. Yeah. <laughs> okay, honey, talk to you iPod Touch later. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner? I am very iPad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Are we living in a simulation? Oh, this is really an interesting line of questioning, Will. kind of thought you were just going to ask some easy questions. I don't know. I don't think I'm real. I'm not. We're not. This is all a simulation. 
and robot friend. For a boy, this this is an interesting lot of questioning car kind of thought. You were just going to ask me the question, so I don't know. I don't think I'm real. I'm not. We're not busy. Interesting. We're not busy. He didn't. He didn't get to the crux where I said this is all simulation. Well, yeah, it was kind of a like a Sean Spicer level dodge. <laughs> I don't know. I th didn't think you were going to ask me this question. Okay, next. Am I God or no one? Unequivocally, without question, Will, you are a god and no one. Nothing is you and you are everything. God exists within ourselves and you exist within yourself and me and us and everything. I agree. I don't know, man. Fuck, you really got me in a twist here. C can't you just ask a final question that's nice? Hold on. Don't ask that final question yet. Unequivocally with a question, you were both of God and not no one nothing of you and your everything that exists that I submitted with yourself and me and us and everything. I don't know math final question of the night. <laughs> I don't know math question final of the night. So sometimes, and I can play some of these, um, I've actually thought about doing this for another episode. I just need to some permissions from some people. Uh, or not actually in the style of the ketchup of not asking permission for anything. Um, <laughs> I like I've taken, so what you're doing is you're in the iMessage app, like right clicking add to iTunes as spoken track. That's how you're generating this audio, right? Yes. So you can also, uh, impose like certain pre-written melodies on it. So one of them is pomp and circumstance. Um, you know, has I can't think of how that goes. It's the graduation song. Da, na, na, yeah, 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 that one. Yeah. So, um, I'll take like the roughest texts that I've ever gotten, like "fuck yous" and like hardcore like breakup texts and stuff like that, and just <laughs> listen to them over pomp and circumstance. <laughs> it's it's awesome. Do you cry? I don't mean to come off like a bitch, but last night, like something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh, please do that. Next, yeah, please. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's. It, I don't have to do any of the really personal ones, but um, it's just it's like there's something really cathartic about it, and something really um, it like it it kind of puts things in their place like right. this is a small deal in the world <laughs> right <laughs> everything sounds better with pomp and circumstance yeah um i have one last question so uh what's your favorite band <sighs> you asked me this a while ago okay you got me it's green day dan's right give him that fucking point <laughs> can you tell me it's green day dan's right in the fucking point Today's episode is brought to you by the Oscars. Congrats to the big winner, Fifty Shades of Grey 2. Or something. I don't know, we taped this before the ceremony. Does anyone know who won? Okay, so Noah, are you aware of any newsworthy developments in the past week on Jeopardy? Uh, I can think of two, actually, yes. Two, really? Okay, so I'm only thinking of one, but I, I want to know both, so tell me them. Well, I watch I watch Jeopardy almost every day, so... I used to, man. And I'll actually get to that in a second, but but go ahead. Uh, one was the category where Alex Trebek rapped the whole thing. <laughs> okay, wait, actually, yeah, I, I, I know that one, too. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> okay, and then... Panda, panda, <laughs> panda, panda. <laughs> 
Um, and then the other one was the girl from MIT winning, and her final Jeopardy was who is the spiciest meme lord. Yeah, so I have two thoughts associated with this. <laughs> um, one is that I'm not sure. I, I think I'm basically completely out of touch with, like, what's edgy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I it's obviously not, like, the edgy internet humor that I think is edgy because that shit shows up on primetime television. <laughs> well, so the other thing is just that, like, I I used to watch Jeopardy all the time with my dad and then since moving away, like, oh, like six years ago or something, like, haven't really. And, like, when I'm home, we'll try to catch it. But, like, I look back fondly on watching Jeopardy with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I... When I saw this online, like I, like it came up on my newsfeed or whatever, um, I like texted my dad, like, "Do you understand this?" <laughs> and he was like, "No, I have no idea what that is." Um, like naturally, he should. I would be afraid if he knew what the spiciest meme lord was. That's hilarious because my mom, I I know she was watching. She watches every day, and I know she was watching this week. And I didn't. I watched the night before I was home, and I watched it with her, and then. I didn't see the finale, and I saw it online, and I was like, my mom definitely did not understand what that final Jeopardy was about. Yeah, and so <laughs> it, it actually kind of, um, this is the the catalyst for, I think, a new segment, um, maybe recurring, maybe not, we'll see, but I've, I take notes, like, like mental notes when I hear things that I'm just like, man, my dad wouldn't understand any of that. <laughs> and it, it, a lot of it, like, there are themes with, like, um basically like technology and millennial culture, but there will just be like whole sentences that I'm like, man, my dad does not know what that means. So maybe he does actually, but the segment is just like generally like shit that dads don't get. <laughs> so it's a dad explainer segment. It's a dad explainer. So I I have like one, two, three, I have like six things that I have either adapted from like verbal conversation or taken from our group text actually. Okay. And should we should we'll try and explain them to our father in, in layman's terms? Yeah, you can explain them. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, we'll explain them. Um the first one is I wish bitmojis were thoughtier. <laughs> <laughs> you want to explain that one? Uh, you know, you go ahead because <laughs> maybe I don't get that one either. Oh, really? Well, no, I do. I know what you I do. Mean, it's just I know like, the one. yeah, bitmojis are little avatars that you create, and then like there are yes. a bunch of pre made situations, like or like reactions, and you use them. It's kind of like uh, iPhone fancy emoticon. And so this girl was telling me she wishes that they were thoughtier, which is essentially like more promiscuous. They, they showed more skin because they're pretty G rated, they are pretty G rated. Um, my face was on a pizza. That was pretty promiscuous, though. One of them was my face on a pizza, so. Oh, like Bitmoji? I actually never caught on to Bitmojis. I, I don't use them. The next one is, uh, I was talking, I was talking to a friend who's basically not pleased with her significant other, and she said, he turned off red receipts. That's sus AF, though. <laughs> All right, I can take a crack at that one. And so the best ones here, the ones that I tried, uh, to curate are ones that actually are like millennial slang and technology okay yeah right okay so dad listen to me um red receipts on your iphone are little indicators where it usually says delivered if you turn on red receipts it shows the exact time and date that a person opened your text and you usually don't want that on because you don't want people to know if you saw their text or not um and what was the second part of that well, and I'll just add to the red receipts thing. Like, some people have it, some people don't. The fact is, is, like, this person in this story, like, turned it off. 
Right. So like the switch is is was the catalyst. Um, it's a show of trust, yeah, you know, to have yeah. it on. Um, the second part was that's sus af though. Okay, sus af, sus suspect, af as fuck. Yep. So, what she is saying is, it is pretty suspicious. What is he up to that he turned off the red receipts? Yeah, I, I'd say that's good. Anything else to add there? No. Uh, no, I think I think that's good. Um, the second one is. Uh, sorry, the next one is me. Uh, I referred to myself as an Oxcord visionary. <laughs> and the response I got was, yas. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this one's, I mean, yas is pretty self-explanatory. It's just a stylized affirmation. Um, but then the Oxcord is, uh, you know, if you're at a party or in the car, you, you take the cord and you put music on. So this is me saying that I'm like, a, I'm, a, I'm a good DJ <laughs> at a party. <laughs> Which is debatable, but I did I did call myself a visionary. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed Oxcord visionary. As good as going on my LinkedIn. <laughs> I'll endorse you for it. The next one, <laughs> this was this was ridiculous. I had said I said that uh, I wanted to send someone a large file via Slack, and I couldn't. I was like, oh, it's like it's too large, and someone said, just zip it, stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> So this is another one that does technology and millennial slang. Do you get that one? I get it in the sense of, but it's kind of like a non sequitur. Like it's it's in a context it shouldn't be in. Yeah, I mean, this was kind of a joke, but like zip it, like compress the file, because then Slack will take it, and then like stay woke. Normally, is referring to like, you know, like don't get hoodwinked by the government, (laughs) (laughs) Um, or like you know, yeah, be aware of like the social, uh, like. Be aware of like what's going on socially, right. um, but this was actually diehard listeners will remember we we ended a segment when Trump was elected saying "Stay woke," and the title of that episode was "Staying woke." That's correct. Yeah, uh, two more quick ones here. Uh, her Snapchat story is high key amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this just makes me aware of how dumb we talk. Yeah, I feel dumb when I now. I yeah, I definitely feel dumb. Do you think I should edit out that voice crack or no? I didn't even notice it. Cool, cool, I did. Um, (laughs) I'll leave it in. Um, Okay, her snap story is high-key. Is that? Yeah, okay. (laughs) High-key amazing. Knowing what a Snapchat story is isn't totally important. It's just like, I feel like to my dad, it's just like another bullshit social media thing that we do, which is true. Like, it's just another stupid way to put our faces on or like what we're doing out there to everyone. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so listen to me, Jay. I'll talk to your dad on this one. Um, low key, you know the term low key. Like it's not not amazing, very under the radar. This is the opposite of that. It's high key amazing. You know, it's, she has a very, she produces a lot of good content. I like I would I would characterize it as like the capital T truth. Like this is not underground cool. This is high key cool. Right. She's speaking truth to power in her. In her snap story. This is my last one. This is real. This is for me. I got burned for torrenting an auto-tune plug-in. Now, somebody not our age would probably recognize all the words in that, but not in the sen- not in that order. Yeah. Yeah. You got burned for download for torrenting an auto-tune plugin. Why don't you explain that one? Well, this actually happened. I don't think I told you about this, but after Dan after Dan came on the show with the auto-tune pedal, I thought it was really cool. And so I tried to, I tried to, uh, I was actually going to surprise you with the ending music. I was going to re-record the vocal track on the ending music auto-tuned <laughs> and then just, and just replace the file in the Google Drive um, folder. 
Um, but no, I tried to download it and like I got a message that was like, stop from the policemen's. <laughs> wow. Not the policemen's, <laughs> but like, you know, like the... The autotune police? The... <laughs> made me think of like... <laughs> you <T-Pain>. are <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> T-Pain reading me my Miranda rights. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I got burned. Like I got, I got stuck by the feds for torrenting, which is an illegal software download. Uh, and then autotune is like the way to make your voice sound like a robot can you imagine in jail what are you in for <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i got burned i'm like yeah but it was a really good reason i was gonna prank my podcast host <laughs> my co my co-host so stay stay up on things that our dads might not understand yeah okay we'll be you know the apex of this would be having one of our fathers on i i proposed this i said that we should explain rap lyrics to our dads yeah yeah i think that would be great it's going to get real vulgar real fast. You get 21 Savage in here, Young Thug, it's going to be done. You've just named two more things we have to just explain to our dads. <laughs> 21 Savage and Young Thug. That's for next episode. Savage. Okay, my, my need for an Italian sub is reaching a fever pitch. I can't think about anything else. I'm, I'm about to go explore. I need to find a deli. I feel like you're envisioning me as a, like a big Italian sub right now. Yeah, the mic, the mic looks like an Italian sub. I'm just going to start biting it. <laughs> All right, well, you go enjoy your provolone and uh, cap, capicola and gabagoo. <laughs> gabagoo. Uh, okay, you, you have a great week, Will. Thank you. You too, fam slice. No problem, Fambino. <laughs> I said no problem, like you were thinking. I'm pretty, I'm pretty famished. <laughs> That's it. Goodbye. Sunday night. Over. Bye. Bye. The catch-up is Will R. and Noah Shore, with executive production by Noah Shore. Our intro music is by Headlong Snipers, and our outro music is by Skirt. Thanks to our sponsor, the paperclip from Microsoft Office. <laughs>